Hey guys, it's Kyle from the Chisapod. Zolisa Kaluva has been leaving the streets in a mess with his character Malusi on Gamora, and so we just had to catch up with him for a chat. We spoke to him about his character, being an actor under COVID-19, and someone opening a stock file in his name. Yes, Umzanzi Saleville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. So Lisa, first of all, you've captured hearts with your characters Malusi on Gomorrah. How have you enjoyed your time on the show? No, I thoroughly enjoyed it, to be honest. Um... I love the character. I love what he stands for. Um, I find that he's very diff- different, rather, to the characters I've played mostly, especially recently. Yeah. Uh, I found myself in the villain role in the last maybe two or three roles. Uh, it was kind of nice to break away from that and, and, and be a good man that's of uh, yeah. upstanding morality. Uh, tell us a little bit about those roles previously. Did you? I know one of them that jumps out is Diamond on The Queen. Um, was, I mean, what was the fans' reaction to that? Did you ever get any threats? Was there any love? No, no, no I, think, uh, I think the audience has become uh, very sophisticated okay. and very much aware that people are able to differentiate between a um, character and a, and a person. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a great deal of appreciation for my interpretation of that character. Uh, he wasn't very well liked as a character, and I understandably so. I thought he had no redeemable human qualities, and that's mm-hmm. the only thing that people had a problem with. But it was never with me personally. Mm. And what have you learned the most from this character, Malusi? Um, I'm not a father. I've, I've never been a dad. Um, uh, I learn every day uh, about patience and uh, about um, allowing children to, to, to be themselves and allowing yourselves not to, as a father, sort of put a big imprint on not allowing your pain or your, your own personal pain be, be reflective in the way you raise the child. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very important to have personal growth as, as a father before you can, and then heal, you know, because I find that it hurts. He's, he's, um, he's personally been through a whole lot as a person, and it's translating in how he's raising his son on doors. Yeah, that, that's so reflective of society. I mean, we see so many no, it's times. True, true. Like, it's just that I've never experienced being a father, so mm. through him I'm able to see it. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever issues I might have personally, mm. I, I need to seek the help that I require so that I, I don't I don't uh, give toxic energy sort mm. of to the next generation. That's the one thing that jumps at me. Mm. And But if people are watching this and they are in, in that kind of cycle, you know, maybe a father and he sees a little bit of himself in this um, that you're talking about, what kind of advice would you give? Look, I think they, they see it. Uh, I've been getting a lot of calls and a lot of comments about, yeah, if my dad is like this, or <laughs> my dad needs to be like this, yeah. or yes, yeah, man, I relate. There are a lot of people, especially black people, who, who relate. I mean, I do personally as well. My dad was very strict growing up, you know. Mm. Um, we did have a, a very like strict upbringing, my brother and I. Uh, well, there wasn't much room for, for say, your own personal opinion. Everything was kind of uh, enforced on you, like I'm the father and that's where it ends, yeah. you know? And I'm, I'm, but I'm also glad to say that I have a better relationship with my father now as a grown man than I did when I was younger. <laughs> uh, I find that he's more of a friend and I think he's also been able to learn that age man. 
I don't need to be the same way to my children that I was, uh, that my father was to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and, and I imagine that most, say, people who grew up in the 70s, 80s, and maybe early 90s would be able to relate to this, you know. Mm. The advice I would give is, you know, like I said, seek help uh, if, if you are that individual who's, who's still very inflexible. Uh, if you are at the receiving end of such uh, strictness, uh, take it easy, you know, try and find yourself and try and be more understanding of where the other individual is coming from mm-hmm. and try and strike a balance. It's not an easy thing and life is not meant to be easy. Uh, it's a beautiful challenge that uh, once everybody who's involved kind of makes an effort, uh, the result can be wonderful. So everybody needs to be patient. Everybody needs to be a little bit more understanding and, and mm-hmm. be less judgmental, even if you are at the receiving end. Seek help, you know, like read, uh, talk to other people. If you can, if you can afford a, a psychiatrist, you know, talk. You know, but families should talk more and be more open and a little less intent with each other. Mm-hmm. Let's move that away from that just for a second, but still on sets. How's life on sets um, under COVID nineteen changed? Uh, look, um, I'm grateful to be working. That's that's the first part, you know. Sure, 100%. Um, uh, I'm, I'm very sad to see that um, there are a lot of people who had aspirations for this year and who had things that were lined up, you know, and, and then sort of think got pulled out from under their feet. And I really sympathize with everybody who's going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. And in that regard, I feel really blessed. Uh, so I'm happy from that point of view. Uh, it's difficult to work under these circumstances. The social distancing is not a pleasant thing. Uh, it's no longer fun to sit around the green room and have a big laugh as a big group, like say during lunchtime, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's difficult, but with scenes that were already written, like that, that require a bit of physicality. Now we have to kind of adjust, and it's hard to play love and, and, and affection. Yeah. Yeah. When you are limited to only sitting opposite each other and just looking each other in the eyes, mm-hmm. the most natural thing as a human being is to have the human touch, and and then that, that, that that's pretty difficult. Uh, mm-hmm. We had things like recently also, where in my storyline there, there was supposed to be a riot at the school with the whole London storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the way the scene eventually got shot was not as effective as I think uh, the writer had intended. You know? Yeah. Uh, because it needed to be a big thing with Alex, you know, you need to see smoke, you need to see fire, mm-hmm. and just get the hundred students and real proper riot. But now, because of the limitations that we have, yeah, uh, we're only shooting in studio. I feel like the production value will and will at some level, you know, go down. Mm. We're reliant on a number on a few people instead of a large um, amount of people. So there are those little things that are annoying, but like I said, uh, grateful to still be on the mm-hmm. job. Do you, do you worry about the show being halted because of COVID-19? We've seen it with so many other productions. But we are trying to be um, as compliant as possible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, there's, a, there's a smaller crew now. There's a smaller number of actors every single day. It's a pretty lonely space. Even now I'm in my room <laughs> by myself. <laughs> Uh, there's about three or four of us at work today. So, yeah, uh, we have been compliant, but it is, I mean, a scary thing. And uh, yeah. we hope that we can stay safe uh, for as long as possible. Yeah. Look, you've been in the industry for ages and ages. It seems almost like we've all grown up seeing you on TV. That's how long you've been there. <laughs> what would you say has been the hardest or the most difficult part about being famous? Look, um, I'm not really that affected by fame because I don't acknowledge it. Mm. You know? I don't see it as a factor in my life. Uh, my personal philosophy has been the same as when I was in high school, you know. 
uh, I didn't get to the industry and then begin to act like a celebrity. Yeah. I, I, so more people know your name now than they ever did. And, and surely yeah. more than if you had been a lawyer or a doctor. Sure, sure. And I'm, I'm, I acknowledge that. I mean, yeah. it happens. But I'm still that guy who, who, who goes to the hood and will sit in a, in a normal pub with other mm. people and only realize after a few minutes that, oh, actually, I'm famous. I forgot. <laughs> because, because somebody's giving me attention or they trying to get a photo. I'm not aware of it. So yeah. it doesn't really affect me. But there are moments like that when I am out in public and I'm, I'm reminded of it. Yeah, but I've never really experienced any 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 adverse sort of um, situation, except for the one situation that I'm struggling with now. And I think it's a direct um, uh, it's a direct uh, reflection, for lack of a better word, of faith. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a there's a Facebook account that's in my name. Uh, there's a Twitter account that's in my name that is not administered by me. You know? uh, and uh, I think that's because I have a quiet the kind of fame that I have acquired. And also, I think it's because of also I'm not so interested in social media. Then mm. somebody was able to kind of uh, uh, get into that space on my behalf. At mm. first, I didn't really mind. I wasn't offended that somebody had stolen my identity per se. It's kind of like but, a fan account. You first, you yeah, think at first, right? It was that, but mm. then it became something that that started affecting sort of my brand to a certain extent or my credibility to some people because. What this person has started doing is, um, they are they are now extorting money from people sure. using my using my name under the guise of some kind of a stock fell, yeah. where it's, a, it's called some Kaluva investment stock fell thing. Sure. Uh, so and people have fallen for it, hey? Hey. And people have fallen for it. Some people have, and it's unfortunate, you know. Uh, it's an unverified account, and there's no business account that people are paying money to. Yeah. They pay Shoprite or Checkers or something like that. So there are those people who are falling for it, and, and it really bothers me. But I have tried. Uh, I have tried to report it on Facebook, and I've reported it on Twitter, mm. and the accounts still haven't been removed. And uh, I have opened a case with uh, the, the South African Police Services, oh, okay. but it's just a dragging process that's taking a long time. And in the meantime, people are suffering, and it really, it really hurts me. Yeah, 100%. Oh, one one last thing then on that point, and, and maybe the last of this interview. To people who have fallen for that, um, what would your message be? What kind of advice would you give to them? To people who have fallen for it, I, I can only sincerely apologize and make them aware that I'm not a part of it. Mm. Because there's no, I can't give the money back. There's nothing I can do physically to, yeah. to, to remedy the issue. Except also to say, uh, let's be extra vigilant, you know? Uh, don't get involved or don't get duped into falling for scams that are on social media, especially especially in accounts that's not verified. Mm. Especially if you have to go pay a, a job right. I mean, if I was running a, a business, I would have a business account. So I would, and if I was running a business using social media, I would also use all social media platforms, in, including say Instagram, with, with videos and all that kind of stuff, mm. and I maximize the exposure of this business. Mm. So I mean, let's 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 open our eyes. Let's let's be aware that such things are happening. And uh, at, at such a time when it's, it's difficult for money to come in, yeah. we will just strap up and, and, and make sure we save as much as possible mm. and not lose our heart and money over stupid scams. I get you. Zalisa, yeah. thank you so much for your time. I know that we only had a little bit of it, but I do appreciate you making it for me. No problem, sir. I appreciate you. Have a good day further. Cheers.